What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 146. I'm your host, Invader, and it's a pleasure having you all join us this evening. We've got a whole lot to talk about, lots of things to discuss regarding a major game delay, possible price leaks, and quite a few other things on the docket. But first, we really should get into these panel intros. And you know what? I'm going to start off with Megatron. Hey, Bug, but have you uh, gotten any gaming in this this weekend? Yeah, I've um, I've uh, uh, jumped back into uh, replaying uh, Halo 5 Guardians. So I'm only in the, uh, the first part of the game, but I'm uh, really enjoying it so far. As always, as I did the first time. So, but... Um, yeah, man, it's been good. Oh, when I finished ODST and uh, Legendary with some good friends, so that was fun as well. So, yeah, I got some gaming done uh, this weekend. So, yep, all is good. Happy to be here today. Nice, nice, of course. Yeah, no, ODST rocks, definitely. Um, I got high praise for that game. Uh, Halo 5, too. Yeah, Halo 5 is very enjoyable. Uh, Shock Buddy, hey, what's new and exciting? Oh, yeah, not much. Uh, I don't think I've been playing that much this week, but I have uh, did buy the... There was that awesome bundle for... Because we all know about uh, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, much this week, but I have, uh... um, and so I was checking out which way to get that game before it completely goes away. Um, but there's one on there. It's like fifty nine ninety nine. It comes with Forza Horizon 3 and 4. Both of their... All of their DLC. So that's the... Uh, the Lego, the Hot Wheels, and then there's two other like expansions they did for both. So that was a pretty good deal. So I'd go out there and buy it. Uh, snagged up Forza Horizon 2 digital. There's still digital codes available. Got that for 29. So so now I got all of them. Uh, so that was I was glad I was able to find those because I, I missed that games with gold. I'm so pissed. I still missed that with the uh, Forza Horizon 2 when they gave that away before it got delisted. But yeah, so far just a Going through that new uh, store, which I'll probably talk about later, but for Xbox Live. But uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. it all right, cool. all right, good stuff. No, um, actually, yeah, you're totally right about that. That they're delisting that. It uh, kind of sucks, really. But uh, it's probably, I don't know, definitely a good game. Forza Horizon Three and its DLC. So I'm sure you know, people are gonna be see. crying when Forza Forza Horizon Four is gonna be the. I'm guessing the first game to ever leave Game Pass. That's first party. It's yeah, yeah, not a big fan of that at all. That's uh, I don't know. I wish they could have worked out something there, but I'm assuming it has to do with like different licensing fees and whatnot, right? On a lot of the uh, cars and music, yeah, it's maybe probably more so that than the music, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to know the technicalities of that, but uh, anyways, he just kind of snuck his way in here as we were introducing ourselves. Tim Dog, hey, uh, I know about you, bud, but I'm looking forward to get into uh, all these topics, especially the Halo stuff. Yeah, well, I'm going to be a little bit early tonight. I'm going to have to jet out a little. I, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, well, they have a state of emergency in New York for uh, for utilities, all the trees that went down, so. Um, I might jet out of here a little early, but I uh, just wanted to show my face. I told you that pre-show. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little and uh, looking forward to it. Do, do I sound okay? It's because I'm on the phone right now. Yeah, you sound good. 
You sound great, buddy. I mean, some of the guys in the chat were talking about some heavy breathing, but otherwise, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have, I have the uh, what you call it, the um, I got this the the mic with the the headphone set, so I'm not used to it. It's like right on my mouth. All right, no worries, bud. Uh, no, we'll definitely dive into these topics ASAP, but I'll round off the intros with Centurion, buddy. What's up? What is going on, guys? It is Sunday night, and it is time to talk about games and Xbox. Nice. Glad we felt that. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like, come on, let's get the energy going. I'm sending (laughs) Megatron virtual hugs as best I can right now, trying to get him hyped with me. Um, (laughs) I've been having like a shitty weekend. I appreciate that, though. I know what it's like, dude. Um, One of these days, we're going to match that awesome energy of yours. I'm trying to, man. I'm liquoring myself up now, though. Ooh. What you drinking, if I can ask? A little Grey Goose and lemonade, it's always. Ooh, that sounds good. Nice. That sounds good. What, yeah. kind of lim- what kind of lemonade? Oh, just made it made, man. I poured, I drank half of it, froze the other half, and now I mixed it with some Grey Goose that I had left over. So That's definitely a good combo. A little sedative. Um, <laughs> but, uh, God, I just want to say, what have I been playing? Um, I've been trying to tackle um, Terminator Resistance um finally get that one hammered out that's actually i it's actually a great game i've been having a lot of fun playing it um and then also kind of dabbling in um what is it called destroy all humans that one that one i never played the original so i'm actually enjoying this i think it's funny i think it's really very i think it's actually one of those kind of cult classics if you missed it i would definitely suggest checking it out um and then of course my wife added onto my backlog and bought me some games for um the sale that's going on xbox right now and actually one of them um is the dlc to uh what's it called journey to the savage planet and i'm actually Mm -hmm. the hot garbage (laughs) you know what it's you know what it's it's like telling your wife or be like oh yeah uh, go ahead and buy me some hot garbage off the store (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious Uh, but yeah definitely so after I'm done playing Terminator, I want to get into playing that because uh, the DLC actually looked pretty cool from what they showed at the uh, Xbox event. Was it the How Xbox you... event that showed that? Mm, I I don't remember. To be honest, I can't remember. How, how far, far are you into play? Terminator? How far are you into Terminator? Because uh, Invader, you played that too, right? Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I played the I'm, hell out of the game. I'm it's good. I'm close to the end of the game because I'm starting to make decisions that actually affect the game like and like i mm-hmm. mean you like you have to build up trust with like certain members of the community to basically influence these decisions and mm-hmm. now i'm starting to actually catch on to who the stranger is that's been following me around i have a pretty good idea mm-hmm. of who that guy is um so i really feel like i'm getting close to the end game just because of things that are happening around me so i'm ho- i'm hoping i'm right there <laughs> so you found out that it's phil spencer right uh yes, Bill Spencer, <laughs> yes, Bill Spencer and John Connor uh went back. Well, John Connor actually helped Phil Spencer figure out how to build the Series X, and they used technology that was borrowed from Skynet. And he went back in time, and now we are here. And Series <laughs> X is actually the birth of Skynet. Everybody. Uh oh. How how is that how is that game on achievements? It's good. No, it's good. No, it's it, it's definitely t- it's not like giving you achievements everywhere. There is certain things like you have to do, like you gotta 
like you want to stealth kill a terminator and mm -hmm. um the only way to do that is you got to craft a certain knife that is capable mm -hmm. of actually killing them in one shot and you have to do stuff like that where you sneak up behind them and actually get them in one shot and you'll get an achievement for that but it's not like just doling them out to you everywhere like they do give you achievements for achieving certain things in the story but you do have to actually do stuff in the game to actually get most of them so i completed that game back in january and it's probably the only game this gen okay maybe there's a handful of them but it's it's one of the ones that I can really remember that I 100%ed and I didn't even really mean to. I was just like keeping an eye on like keeping a track of like how like some missions were going and some, you know, achievements and whatnot. And lo and behold, I got it. I got, the, you know, full 100G. So it's pretty good that way. Well, keeping an eye on things. I'm like, I'm fine tooth combing the game. I mean, like I'm going everywhere trying to get in every room I can find uh, mm -hmm. maxed out lock picking and hacking so you can get into all these places. I'm, I do wish that the combat mechanic was a little bit more aggressive. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, like with Halo, they react to you. Well, regretfully, these they're, they're Terminators. They basically <laughs> are just like tanks. You know, they don't bob and weave out of the way. They, they take the full brunt of what you're dishing out to them. But mm -hmm. until you upgrade your weapons, I mean, they're pretty much invincible until you can start using plasma weapons. Yeah, those things are pretty cool, too, once you get into those, because you get, like, the chips, right, that you collect through yeah. the game, and then once you get the chips, it really changes, like, a lot and, of, like, your tactics. Like the, and then they also kind of made it, like, a game to do the upgrades. Like, you just can't put chips in the guns. You yeah. have to actually find chips that have a series that match up with each other and put them in the right series to use them. Right. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. No, there is a bit of strategy and skill there, for sure. But definitely check out the game, guys, in the chat. It's, it's a surprisingly fun and uh, well-made game so it's it's definitely and, and not it one definitely of those written by somebody who loved the terminator one and two movies and that's yeah. what i heard because they, they, I... they tied it to the first two movies very heavily yeah yeah no, i kind of went cheap on it and grabbed it on the sale um and forgot i had it till you mentioned it um it was one of those games how I, much did I you buy i got i don't remember what it was I mean, if, if the game I, I it was it maybe 15 time. bucks like, off yeah, what was what did you pay I paid like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah, well, I, I would definitely sound like I want to buy it. Mm -hmm. no, I was a big guys, fan of the yeah. first two movies. I was a big fan of the first two movies. So yeah, if you like I the do. if you like those two movies, especially like the first one, it definitely yeah. feels like that. So and in the story, it's basically in the timeline the 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 human the the human like terminators that were that basically you needed dogs to sniff out the ones that Arnold Schwarzenegger were those are just starting to come into existence and so there's like a like a, a constant eeriness and uneasiness because they don't know who or what basically and nobody trusts each other because mm -hmm. at this point they've only heard myths of these things and they're starting to be like you know people are starting to just all of a sudden start going crazy like one like when you're not ready for it all of a sudden somebody starts shooting up the place and you find out that dude was freaking a machine that was just in disguise. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's really, really cool how they harnessed that part of the timeline on basically this is they're just now starting to come out with this model of Terminator. Yeah. So I highly suggest picking it up, guys, if you haven't already. It's one of those ones that will fall like 
it will fall under the radar, but it is absolutely worth picking up because you can tell that the studio put a lot of effort into making it like an actual like good game with what they had. But we'll move on here, guys. And before we kick things off, uh, just a few reminders before we get to the topics and be sure to share this show out and subscribe to keep up with the show. We want to see the show grow. So, you know, you guys, you know, we would love to see you like, you know, we know that you guys appreciate the show and we just want to bring more awareness to it. So if you guys could really support us, that would be fantastic. Um, we're definitely uh, just a few subscribers away from uh, Channel Milestone and we would love to reach that ASAP. So thank you guys who are always with us for sticking with us. We appreciate you being here. Uh, secondly... Uh, of course, I have to bring awareness to our awesome giveaway that we're currently giving away a limited edition Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One controller. Go over to our Twitter and look at the pinned tweet on how to enter. It ends on the 24th. So, hey, guys, you still got some time to get in on that. What happened? We just lost Invader, right? <laughs> I can add a man. <laughs> Oh, there he is. Oh, no, I'm right here. But, guys, it's a super sexy controller, like I was saying. And uh, definitely get on that if you haven't already. Um, guys, we will move on to our first topic. And it's a really big piece of news that dropped earlier this week. And Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. Now, the big game was supposed to launch. It was supposed to be a launch exclusive for the Xbox Series X. But after, well, a lot of criticism over the game's presentation, Microsoft has chosen to postpone it. Uh, Centurion, I'll go to you first. I would really love your thoughts on this first topic. What do you think of Halo Infinite getting delayed? Oh, that, that whole situation is, in my opinion, a bag of mixed feelings. Um it sucks. It really does suck. And uh, we were talking about it last night, uh, me and PTK and Xbot. You'd have to be a fool to think that this is not going to affect the launch of the Series X. Regretfully, there is nothing wrong with the Series X. There is nothing wrong with the games that are going to come out around Series X. But for some reason, there is a lot of people holding on to the fact that Halo has been delayed. And it was delayed for good reasons. Um, and begin a much better product of a game, uh, but there is definitely going to be the people out there that are going to hold out for the Series X or the Series S, whichever generation of console they wanted to get, but they wanted to definitely uh, get Halo along with it, so there's going to be some people now holding off on it. Um, but that's where I was at least wanting to give um, 343 and the executives over at Xbox the benefit of the doubt and all the articles that were coming out stating that, you know, it was a pre-build of the game that was months old. This isn't what you're going to get. Um, we all know that 343 does amazing work when it comes to uh, resolution and quality graphics. Just look at um, Halo 4 and Halo 5. Um, so I wasn't concerned about how the game was going to look in the finished product, but if the state of the game was as bad as it was being described, then yeah, delay the game, fully delay the game, because this is a flagship franchise for Xbox. Um, there was already rumors stating that there was going to be issues with the multiplayer. They, you know, they came out in front of that and said that wasn't going to happen, but we also still haven't seen a multiplayer beta and we're months away from launch. Um, obviously, there was some resolution and pop-in issues and other texture issues with what was shown on the July event. 
And a lot of people kind of gravitated to that. And it probably made Microsoft kind of take a second thought on, all right, even though it is possible to release a game in that state, maybe we shouldn't because people are expecting more. Um, so yeah, it's really good that they delayed it. Um, but I definitely don't like the fact that we're over here dragging Halo down um, consistently about what's going on with its graphics. And I don't know. Do you guys see the tweet I put out on uh, what was going on with uh, this, uh, the Avengers beta? Yeah. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I, I, you know, basically the worst bug known to gaming kind is loose right now in uh, the Avengers beta. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. nobody is talking about that at all, but we're over here talking about lack of texture on on an unfinished game character, but it's all good. Mm, I think right. some of the criticism some of the criticism was a, a bit too far. Um, I like the gameplay. I was excited for when they revealed the game. Um, there's been a lot of rumors on all games being delayed, I figure, and I just think Halo is being picked on. We knew this has been a crazy year, 2020, and um, this uh, this 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 virus has affected, I think, tons of studios. And um, I think I just think it is what it is. I think people need to stop, chill out, and just like just remember this is our hobby. We care about it, and just stop. People say things, and I think this is just they go too far. Just I feel like just calm down and get your love and passion for the game, but just. I don't know, kind of annoyed me. Kind of, kind of turned mm -hmm. me off on uh, a lot of things. I kind of had to step away from Twitter, as a matter of fact, for a, a few, just because it was, it was just uh, mm -hmm. silly. No, I, I totally hear you, Megatron. Like when when I first saw Halo Infinite, I was like, well, it definitely needs polish in certain areas. Like even when they had that um, that up close at the end of the Halo demo of Eshron, I was like, well, he looks cool, and I really loved his speech, but he could have you know used some more polish. And there was a few other things there, but otherwise, I really liked the gameplay. What I saw, I really enjoyed the character models, and it was refreshing. Right, it. it it brought in a lot of like Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3 kind of designs. I was like, okay, you know, I could really get into this. And I thought that, uh, you know, I kind of liked what 343 was doing. It seemed like they were listening. But again, guys, like... In Invader, um, not to interrupt, but mm -hmm. like when you showed me the topic, you, we even, you even brought up that Spearsoft or... Did mm -hmm. I get their name? Spearsoft? Yeah, something like, the, like that. Yeah. The amount of manpower and money that Microsoft has invent, invested in Halo, um, it has to speak words in just how bad COVID-19 has affected a lot of industries. Um, and would have this game ever been delayed for COVID-19? We'll never know. And that's one thing that I feel like people need to realize is COVID-19 happened. It really did, and you can't act for one second that it did not play a major, major role in the situation because Microsoft has hundreds, if not thousands of people working on Halo Infinite, and if with that much manpower, they were still having issues on getting it done on time and putting out the product that people wanted. Mm -hmm, right. Well, the thing with Sparasoft was it was interesting because they were announced, I think, the week before previous uh that they were helping with halo infinite and i just kind of thought right. to myself like well it's only three months until the game is out you know how 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 really how much work could they put in there so i, I was kind of assuming that 
well, the game is probably going to get delayed for how long, we don't know. And then, of course, yeah, they came out, uh, what, this past Monday or Tuesday and said, yeah, the game is getting delayed to 2021. We still don't have a date on that. It sounds like they're leaving it open. Um, probably, I wouldn't, I can't imagine it being like the first half of 2021 either, but there were signs that it was going to get delayed. And I don't think from like the fans' reactions that well just the overall public like once they showed it off that they maybe they weren't expecting to hear that kind of a reaction that they got you know you saw like these memes of craig and greg pop up mostly craig obviously Mm -hmm. but uh you know the 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 fan base you know they responded pretty well to craig they kind of embraced it actually even 343 did which was kind of funny but um overall though i mean I have no problem with them personally going back and polishing it myself. Like if they can do that, I'm fine. The funny thing is that it, what it's doing here is kind of dispelling that whole thing about Game Pass and how Game Pass makes them release games unfinished because they have no, you know, they have an excuse to do so. Obviously, oh, that's damn. out the window. I never thought about it like that. If if they're willing to not release Halo at the start of their launch of their new console, if they're going to delay Halo then they'll delay anything if it if it needs it um so that kind of goes throws that whole notion out the window so sorry about I, think, that. I think that's Game a great point there <laughs> no i think that's a great point I, I think overall their plan was originally to release the most powerful console possibly even even beat sony on price and have a better launch and Part of that was Halo. Halo is going to show off the power and it was going to show off next generation. And um, they got themselves, they were behind. And uh, obviously, I think COVID definitely attributed to it. But there was also other factors um, that, you know, it had a little bit of rocky development. Um, You know, then they discussed maybe let's do it piecemeal like The Last of Us 2 without a multiplayer or, or release the multiplayer later. Um, and they decided, I think rightfully not to do that. Um, and then I just think they just looked at it and they reevaluated and they looked at the, you know, you look at the franchise and this is supposedly going to go on for 10 years, I guess, after this game or mm-hmm. once this game, they're going to, they're going to mm-hmm. push it out. You got to kind of, you got, you got, you got to kind of nail it. And um, listen, it's a huge blow. It was a big blow uh, to their launch. It's bad timing. There's no doubt about it. Um, Was I disappointed? Yes. I was one of the people that, you know, from people, even sources that, you know, that that I have that said that they were going to really try to get it done. And uh, obviously... um, it caught up to them, and they and I think they made the right decision. Now I just think that being that they bought themselves as delay, they have to. You know, I think we want us the game to impress us. Now, listen, I I'm going to be honest. I was impressed with the demo when I first saw it. I liked what was going on the gameplay. Um, do I see the, some of the unpolishedness? Yes. Some of the things that were pointed out, um, you know, uh, I think Dealer pointed some things out to me that made sense. Like, you know, like when you got onto the, uh, you know, the Warhog, 
you know, there wasn't much like mud splattering around. There wasn't tire tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that they should just take this time and fully get the game to a point where it's fully released day one. Maybe even do the beta multiplayer like they planned, and just just get it right. Because if they don't get this right, it's gonna it's gonna hurt the the whole franchise. So mm-hmm. um, overall, I think it was a smart delay, but it's it was a definitely a big huge blow um, and um, bad timing and disappointing. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I was very disappointed. Of course, but I mean that Halo Infinite would have been like you know when you christened that new boat, right. which would have been our the new Xbox Series X. You kind of you know you mm-hmm. celebrate by cracking that bottle over the bow of that ship. You know, here's a franchise. Uh, you know, one of our you know most epic mm-hmm. first person shooters you know the world's ever seen. You know, and it'll definitely bring you back to when the first OG Xbox came. You know, they wanted to capture that. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure you know mm-hmm. that too. I think you said it before in RDX. And you right. know, you hey, it's it's all you know for the first time in how many, how many years we got a Halo launching right. with a brand new brand new hardware, you know, and um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Now, the first thing yeah. that I think of is, well, then how long do they delay the game? I mean, is it a bad See, idea to even just wait till next holiday season? Yeah, I th- I think that's what that me mm-hmm. personally, I take a year, mm-hmm. and that means mm-hmm. now I'm hearing that May is what they're gunning for, but. Um, I would just personally take a year and I would also look, you know, um, if they're really having a problem with the Xbox one version and it's holding back or whatever, you know, you know, those things that are said, if it is indeed really hindering the next gen experience, I'm sorry. I think that that they should just go ahead and, uh, even though all the things that they've said, uh, the franchise itself is more than, you know, anything else. And, and if, if they have to cut the, the old generation off, it is what it is, in my opinion. Even if they have to just cut the Xbox One, they could do the Xbox One X, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They, they have to make it a premium experience. That's what we want as Xbox gamers. We haven't had that joy. We haven't we haven't had that moment. Pretty much all gen. It's been a, a very tough time on all the fans, and this was going to be our game where we could pound our chest and say and be proud of it. And um, they have to get it right. So for me, I have no problem waiting a year uh, because the disappointment's already set in. My like like Megatron said. My when I envision getting Series X, I envision playing with with Megatron and co-oping with our friends and playing this game day one, multiplayer, going crazy. And the fact of the matter is, is that's gone. That's taken away. The Xbox Series X is still going to be awesome, but it's definitely it threw cold water on the launch in, in, in that aspect. So mm-hmm. being that you, you, you're in the position that you're in, just get it right. No That's matter right. what you have to do, if you have to do, take away the Xbox One version, who cares about backlash? The bottom line is because when that game comes out, 
it has to impress us and it has to wow us. God forbid if there's some flaw, you know, take your time, get it right. Because I mean, it'll right. never, the, the jokes will never end. It'll go way past the little, the Craig or whatever the hell you want to call that. You know? I mean, Don right. Rose was making jokes. Oh my it was, God. It, it <laughs> yeah. was, it even was, you had to cut it into slow mo to even see Craig's yeah. face. Of course. And, so. and I think that's where I'm getting kind of on why was Domino's commenting? I understand it was funny, but at the same time, um, I'm wanting these companies to be like, would you've done that to other other guys? Like, are you just doing this because it's fun um to do this to Xbox or like would you do this to another company? I just uh, get- well, I, I think that Xbox has always proven itself. See, you, I'm gonna you, you you know just not to throw up, but you've always pointed out that Xbox is graded on a curve. It oh yeah, seems that. But also, it's also the guy that that that's opened up four shots. And the thing is, is that I mean, some of the stuff that's went on the last couple of days. I mean, I, I've been working so much, so it's been hard to really talk about it at length. But you know, you you take a shot, or you even say that there's rumors that possibly negative. And you're outright attacked if it's not Xbox. If it's Xbox, it's all, it's like, it's okay. You can yeah. push the bad rumors on it. You can say this, you can say that. But if you say it's another company like Sony, you're going to get attacked. And believe me, this has been an ongoing thing. It's like, it's open, it's open party on Xbox. But you go after, you know, X Sony and you say something. Uh, and you will be outwardly attacked, just like this guy with Dust Gollum, where he, you know, he talked mm. about the multiplats not running as well on PlayStation Five. Um, you know that guy has been basically the last three days his name through the mud, and he's a very nice guy, and he's the same guy that the same people who are bashing him now were praising him because he had the scoop on Silent Hill possibly being exclusive for PlayStation. So it just, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but the bottom line is, is that, yeah, Centaurian, there is definitely, uh, you know, there's, it's always okay to bash on Xbox, not so much See, the other guys. For me, it was the... Um... We won't mention his name, but he's a very popular um, writer over at Forbes. We all probably uh, his, his name is ironically a four-letter word. Um, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote an article stating uh, Xbox media bias, trying to basically state that he's not biased; that he just basically calls it how he sees it, and he basically was trying to be like, well, my I, Microsoft has no games. And well, I wish I could at least um, debate with them on his article. And I would be like, well, I was broke. Um, you know, I was broke in 2014 and I could afford one console. And as a consumer, I could plainly see that the games on the Xbox side in 2014 were a lot more, um, a lot more, there was a lot more of them. And the PS4 version was a little bit lackluster. There was some good games in there, but not as many. So I chose to get the console that I know would provide me with more games and that eventually flipped in the generation. But in his article, he also stated, well, I went to and got the console where my friends were. And I'm like, well, that right there, that is the problem with the generation is everybody is being influenced by their friends and they're not making decisions on their own. I plainly figured out that Xbox is 
the ecosystem for me and I don't need to be validated on that. I don't need somebody to basically championing that with me and I don't need to be tearing down the other console on top of it just to feel justified. Right, right. And you know what? Two, also, guys, oh, no, I was just going to say, guys, that honestly, two, uh, like even if it came out a, a year from now, let's say um, like, you know, Christmas 2021, I got no problem with that because that kind of lines up with the Halo anniversary personally, like the 20th anniversary, and they can do some cool stuff with that. Well, one of the things, too, and, and I've talked to Rand about this, uh, good friend Rand, um, you know, Xbox is really going to be light in 2021, especially with COVID and the situation. You know, none of their games like Avowed, uh, Fable, uh, the games that they show in there, they're not releasing in 2021. The only other one that I could think is on pace to release on 2021, and it's a real stretch, is Hellblade. And if they don't have Hellblade, doesn't sound like Forza is going to be ready. Forza is mm -hmm. like just starting. Um, you know, they have a lot of games coming, but 2021 seems like a year where it definitely could be light. Um, and if they do, but if they do have Halo, it that kind of helps them out because well, Halo is going to be huge. Microsoft has 15 studios. So at any time, they could put out something we didn't see coming. Um, you know, we're not, nobody, nobody here gets to sit at the, uh, the executive table over at Microsoft and knows every secret they have. They could have uh, something we totally don't know about. They knew they could have, or with cyberpunk, like I did say earlier, a few weeks ago, it's their plan B in case something happens to um, Halo. And that's one thing we also can't forget that no matter what, Third-party games, at the end of the day, are going to look and play better on the Series X, and that's just by pure math. You like you can guess by whatever you want, but by pure math, most games are going to look and play better on the Series X just because of how it's designed. And I feel like a lot of people are forgetting about that. I am looking forward to what Cyberpunk is going to look like on the Series X. I'm looking forward to what my older games are going to look like and play like on the Series X because there is technology in there that is going to change the face of gaming. Like loading screens have been a part of our lives for a very long time now and we are just now starting to get to the technology point where loading screens are potentially going to start going away. Most definitely. Yeah. Let's not forget, we're talking about games for the first time on a console that are going to be performing at 120 frames per second. Yeah, that's you know that is that's huge. huge. And Xbox is pushing the 120 frames per second for one reason because I think that they can, and because backwards compatibility, they're going to have an advantage there. Uh, you know, um, I heard. Uh, well, it was actually it was it was on um, Major Nelson's. Uh, podcast he had jason ronald and he talked about how you know he played some of these enhanced games and one of the games uh fusion frenzy he said was mm -hmm. played with hdr that hdr that they're adding that's right um, and he said that it looks like a completely different game so the xbox there's so many good things about the xbox uh that get taken for granted or are overlooked but their backwards compatibility, the enhancement, um, playing games 120 frames per second, games that we loved, 
Uh, it's going to be awesome, you know. And you look at Sony, and they're like, they're people. They're they're like, they want a remaster or they want a, a sixty frames per second Bloodborne, and they'll get that possibly. But guess what? They're probably going to have to pay for that. And the beauty of Xbox uh, with the backwards compatibility solution is is that you're basically getting remasters and remakes free of charge. It just all depends on what games are enhanced, which which they can. And uh, I think that's going to be talked about next month a little bit more. We might get some some concrete games as far as what's going to be doubled, the frame rate, and and all that um stuff. Just but, to make uh, just to make sure we cover all our bases, Tim Dog, because I don't want us to be called out for mentioning it. There is some publish, I mean, publishers and game developers that aren't exactly fully embracing uh, backwards compatibility without a paywall um, for next gen control. And, yeah, that's, that's the subject later on tonight. But that's where I'm saying, like, obviously, we are aware this isn't going to be 100% games across the board. Right. But I'm talking specifically with their backwards compatibility, like, uh, you know, I mean, you're going to obviously, you're going to see gears with ray tracing, you know, 120 frames per second. Um, that's awesome stuff, you know, and that shouldn't be overlooked. And I, and I get like sometimes the, the feeling like that stuff is like, it's like expected and it's like, oh, yeah, that's really nice. But, you know, they're, they're, the value of it is really is it's high when you think about it because that's going to be a big thing when we get our Mm -hmm. xbox series x is we're going to be able to play uh the backwards compatibility games um some of these enhanced games like you're talking with smart delivery um it's going to be it's going to be very interesting um so it's it's not it's not a complete uh, you know, uh, loss that Talos is going to be lent, launching later. Uh, it's still going to be a lot fun. And, and like you said, multi-plats will play best. And I think that'll prove itself out, obviously, from a pure math standpoint, like you said, Centurion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I um, think everybody, when they get their Series X, just needs to go home and plug in Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five. And when it that thing boots up in seconds, you'll be like, okay, that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Because I mean, you could go make a sandwich waiting for Grand Theft Auto Five to load. Now, <laughs> let's not forget the load times in Destiny, because I do know someone personally <laughs> that's already using um, the Xbox Series X, and they load they're loading into Destiny like instantly. They're waiting on us like they're downstairs, they're upstairs, they're doing this, they're doing that, and they're already in the game. They're already loaded in the game. Progress down the field. We're still loading into the game. Wow. So I'm looking forward to that, man. I cannot wait. Dang, I missed all this because I'm freaking forced to work. Yes, Tim, you are missing you know, out. I, you know I've what been, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been getting calls at like 1130. I'm like, <laughs> no <laughs> so way. I'm going to sleep. If I Crazy. was still Spencer, I would sit down with the guys over at Bungie, and I would have to have them create an emote that is exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem, but right now starting with the Xbox executives and it has to be like a little dance that they would do for like the velocity architecture. Mm. <laughs> oh God, yeah. the velocity architecture dance. So that way you would just know which people are playing on a series. X. 
<laughs> that would be something. Now, before we move on to like some other news, just to cap off Halo, do you guys think it'd be cool if, like, just to kind of pacify us a bit, because you know Halo got delayed? Do you think it'd be cool if, at launch for the Series X, that they had the uh, the demo available for us to play of Halo Infinite that they would be used for E three? I, I I wouldn't do it because I think that it'll be ripped apart. I think that they need to. Yeah, I mean, go on. I was just gonna say I would do it, and I would give them a photo mode so that way everybody can stop and take pictures with Craig on the way. (laughs) (laughs) I personally wouldn't do it. I Mm. I think that it needs time to, uh, you know, needs time to just just not be talked about and kind of cook itself with you know, cook up for, uh, you know, because the next time it's gonna be shown. You and I and everyone in this podcast know that there's going to be a, like, you know, there's going to be people looking to either find something wrong or, you know, complain about something just because of how much fun they had bashing Craig yeah. and, you know, all the stuff. So I, I think Xbox knows that when they show it again, it kind of has to be, you know, what we, uh, something that you can't complain about, something that you say, oh, like, oh, shit. Right, right. Well, I mean, it, it, either way, it's going to be interesting when they reveal the next uh, batch of Halo Infinite news. I, again, obviously, they got uh, Spearsoft um, just starting to work on it. That's like the third additional studio helping out with Skybox Labs and 343. Lots of manpower involved there. Um, Spearsoft... Spearsoft did not- the uh the sorry the Saints Row remastered that just came out recently and it got Correct, a lot of good yeah. reviews. So they're competent. But yeah, go ahead, Megatron. Not that I feel like they need to. You think they're gonna try to come up with another game though that replaces uh Halo because it's not gonna be at launch in you guys, maybe in the chat. Possibility, maybe be a surprise. I, I, th- I think it's impossible. Maybe if they got Cyberpunk in there for game pass, yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's tough because it's such a short time span. And yeah, unless it had to deal with like getting some kind of like early launch exclusivity into Game Pass or something, or they secured a timed exclusive like last minute, it's possible. But we already basically know a lot of the big games that are coming out already. So, well, I do, I've heard that there's going to be some big announcements or there's something being teased with Game Pass, whether that's for launch or if that's something that's going to be added. Uh, you know, there's rumors of, of EA access being added, which that's the rumor that I kind of want the most because just from a pure financial standpoint, I get EA access for a couple of reasons. Uh, I like the discounts because um, I buy Madden every year. I buy UFC every year when it comes out. Um, but also I like the early access. Like, I love to play Madden, like, when it first comes out. I'm a big Madden guy. Um, So, for that, if that gets rolled into Game Pass uh, Ultimate, that saves me $30 a year. That's instantaneous win for me. So, but, yeah, I've heard that um, Jeff Jeffrey Grubb, shout out to him, uh, he's also confirmed that there are some big Game Pass news uh, you know, there's a couple of um, 
you know guesses we have out there. I talk I talked to Megatron, I believe, on the phone about it the other the other night. Uh, maybe it's bungee related. Who knows? Um, but there's something going to be coming, uh, either going to be announced in the next two weeks or the last week in August or definitely next month. It's definitely coming, though. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, it's very exciting. Like, uh, well, we should hear something about that in uh, the coming weeks, some I would other, imagine. Uh, some of the smaller titles, like, uh, what was it, Scorn and Medium. They can get a lot of people that anyone has an Android phone can just put down, you know, maybe $15. Or if they've never, they can probably get a dollar deal. Kind of get sucked <laughs> into playing xCloud. They don't have to buy an Xbox at launch. And they can play those games and stream them. So without the Xbox Series X. Shout out to Next Level Gaming. He said, $399 Series X, Microsoft purchases CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk and Game Pass. That would do it. <laughs> see if they were only selling consoles, if they did I, that, I would see them doing that. But uh-huh. since they're not, I, I think the four ninety nine is probably what they're going to go with. And then, well, hmm. now the rumor is five ninety nine. So yeah, know, that's not because happen. I, I don't see five ninety nine happening. But the only well, way then he wouldn't say we're not going to be beat on price, right? But I, I think that's why we have the uh, the cat and mouse going because because then why uh, wait? Why wait yeah, to I it? think Sony and they were obviously going to get undercut anyway if you announce five ninety nine. <laughs> now, if Sony announces five ninety nine for disc and five forty nine, uh, you know this is a different topic. But if they do that, I think that Microsoft might consider coming in at five forty nine. We'll, we'll see, but mm-hmm. I don't think the five ninety nine, uh, you know, the Alana Pierce thing that was. Being bouncing around. That's just people Those just going. Yeah, I mean, I mean coming at her. This is tough. You know, people just go with like rumors, yeah. like it's stupid things said just because people want to make a, a stupid YouTube video because they want video. Uh, oh, hits. Rich. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't even say him, but it's not, It's it wasn't even started by him. It was started by somebody else. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you know, I just think people are just desperate for news and like, come on, like that stuff is like, if you watched her thing where she talks, she obviously like, that's the first thing I saw people are hitting me up. I'm like, she's talking about a placeholder and she's kind of, she even said it. So I think, it's yeah. a place, you know, but she has to, you know, she has to realize that people are going to take that and they, they, they took it the extra mile for sure. Yeah, she was pretty clear on that, but uh, yeah, you're right. They took it the extra mile, and uh, you know, guys, we'll go on to another set of news. Kind of ties in with this, and Microsoft has announced that the Xbox Series X will be launching sometime in November, and it was announced over Xbox Wire, and they detailed a November release date, and they highlight you know the various features of the Series X, such as ray tracing having up to 120 frames per second, fast load times, velocity architecture, and so much more. Quick resume. Uh, Tim, I may as well also go on with you first with this. Is November still a good month for the system to launch, would you say? Yeah, I think it may. I think that both Sony and, and Xbox are going to um, do uh, November. Uh, just when is it going to come out? The rumor is November 6th. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, again, it, it would have been great if they had Halo. Uh, so this is kind of, it's a little dampened. But other than that, yeah, I think I think November makes sense. 
uh, when when the Series S gets announced, uh, I'm wondering the way they announce this if the Series S is going to be if it's going to be um, staggered. So is it going to come in later or is it going to come in earlier? Because the original plan, from what people had said, that they were going to release the S in like September and then the X in November. Um, so I don't know if that's, that's still the plan or, you know, that was definitely talked about and rumored. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think both these consoles, Sony and Xbox just need to get out there. Uh, this year has been so screwed up, um, that, you know, it's just, just get out there and, and get, just get out in the market and, uh. You know, I think it's, you know, better, better, you know, now than getting delayed. I think if, uh, if it got delayed, it, w- it would be a bad thing, to be honest. I think they need to they, not delay it. They can't delay the Series X. At this point, both companies are in a position where they are ready to release their console. And we all know what happens uh, when somebody literally gets to launch their console first and they have a... M- a few months uh, of lead when it comes to a console launch. Correct. And so at this point, regrettably, Microsoft knows if they don't launch alongside the uh, PS5, it, it's going to be literally this generation all over again. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be stupid and not say it. If they right. get PlayStation that advantage, it's going to be this generation all over again. They can't delay because then that means PC gets medium and. Right, uh, scoring first before Xbox owners. Well, so yeah, they definitely not. I don't do think it. it's going to be delayed. I think they pretty much made it clear. Um, that would be horrendous if they did. But the whole wild card here is, what's the series at, a series S, and when is that going to be pre- pre- presented, and how is it going to be positioned? Um, um, that's the whole thing. I think that that that's really I'm- the big news now. I am confused on that myself, not trying to jump in here, but um, <clears throat> shameless plug, don't know if anybody went and checked out my video on the Series S leak. It is legit. Um, I'm kind of curious on why those retail units were located in where they supposedly were. Apparently, they were located in a electronics retail setting uh, in, a, in the warehouse. They weren't out on the floor, and due to circumstances uh people broke in got a hold of them and yes they were selling them for around 35 dollars on offer up and they plainly said series s on the side of the box so i'm pretty normal that's pretty normal with uh retail i know it's normal for retail for like because you never know we've been having huge logistics issues in my uh where i work when it comes to getting stuff in so i'm pretty sure they're already putting these units out at these retail stores and they're already like hey we're gonna start stocking you up now for november we're hoping for a big push because we've all heard the rumors about how Xbox has been putting in a lot of money when it comes to production of the Series X and Series X accessories. And so stores already have some of these. So this actually shows legitimacy in that Xbox is planning to have a major push this holiday season when it comes to stuff physically on hand. And um, it's just 
now with Halo, at least I was like, well, what if they try to tie the Halo launch in with the Series S launch? But how would they do that? Because they're going to be releasing retail units this holiday season that are going to say Series S. So it's not like you could pretend that people aren't going to read the box. I'm kind of curious on how they're going to actually release the Series S at this point. Yeah, I think I think that with COVID, everything's gotten so screwed up and, and everyone's behind. And I think uh, Sony is really, they're really ballsing the fact that they know that so many people want their console that they'll be like, hey, I'll give you the price when I give it. It could be two weeks before launch. And I think Microsoft is a little frustrated by that because... Microsoft wants to get their position so they can position these two consoles. I believe oh. they want to undercut Sony, but let's just say COVID didn't happen and we, you know, everything went as according to plan. I think right now we would have prices, we would have Series S announced. Um, you know, uh, they keep pushing it back because they want they want to outprice Sony, in my opinion. I think, but I think that's obvious. I mean. You don't push the August event. Well, you don't push the, the May event to June, to July, and then now the August event, now to September. Um, they're playing cat and mouse, and I, and I think Sony knows it. And that's why we're in there. Everything's in the position that it's in is because they're all waiting on each other. And I think Sony is kind of tough here because they know that people just are dying to get their console. So they don't really have to do anything. So I'm, and let me ask you this, Tim dog. Cause I, I know you like <clears throat> do the stock market and stuff on the side, right? Yeah. I okay. Start, yeah. Okay. So my question is what happens at the beginning of this holiday season and people are being told that the back orders on these PS fives are going to be astronomic and that Xbox at least had enough sense to put out a large amount of product very quickly. So therefore, they were able to handle a much larger demand. Do you think people would flip-flop purely because of availability? Or are people going to be just accepting these long wait times for this product? And is Sony going to be that brazen to just say, well, we'll get you the console when, when we can get it to you? <laughs> um, because you know, you can't deny it, but Xbox has not had any rumors floating around that they're actually going to hold back sales per address, but it's already been established that playstations are going to literally be limited to one per address when they're sold at least through the Sony website. Um, so that's where I'm kind of like already seeing short, like hints of shortages on Sony's side. And that's where I'm curious on, is this going to affect people's decisions on I'm going to buy what is available? Well, I think that, I think they kind of, they had a problem with that, but I think that they, the latest reports of that, they've gotten a good <sighs> handle with the situation on that. Well, um, now, so not trying to interrupt. I'm just saying, at least from what I know, at least in my industry, we get a lot of product from that part of the world. Um, and these products literally are sometimes taking anywhere from four to six months to cross the ocean. 
be from the time of being accepted into the customs of that the you know the customs agency of that foreign country to being loaded on a cargo carrier to being brought into the states and then they sit in customs for a certain amount of time i have literally seen products that have sat in cargo containers from four to six months well i mean you know there is always a possibility that that these consoles especially in today's uh you know world um but I don't know if that's really the 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 thing here. I I, I do think that Sony is, uh, I think you use the word brazen, but they just know that I think they're really cocky that that they can hold off on this price, and you know, uh, they could even have shortages, and they they'll still withstand. I mean, I, I just think that they're in a position of power. And um, Microsoft, uh, at one point, thought they, you know, they, they had this planned out. But now it's to the point where, you know, if they're, they, they showed their card, they're going to be launching in November. Sony hasn't showed their card yet when they're launching. Um, but then, obviously, the pricing is, is the whole thing. Uh, like I said, I, I think you could, Sony could theoretically put pre-orders out three weeks before they launch and they'll be okay. But, you know, as far as well, logistics and everything that you're talking about, um, I think that that's, that's going to be, I guess we'll, we'll see how that breaks for both companies. But um, I think that the demand is definitely going to be more for the PlayStation five at, at, at launch. Right now, guys, I have to put this out there. What do you guys expect for like the launch games? per se, um, because obviously we know about Scorn, The Medium. Those are two really interesting games. I think uh, there was a few smaller titles that were listed as launch games or at least launch window titles like uh, Call of the Sea, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there's a few that are eluding me at the moment. What but was we- the game with the, with the looked really good? Uh, Blind Memory or... Oh, bright Blind memory, memory whatever. Bright memory yeah. is that a launch game? Bright, or no? yeah. I don't think it's at launch, but it's within the window, if I'm not mistaken. I think you also have that one, the ascent. Kind of the like ascent, the, yeah, the, the co-op yeah. shooter. Yeah. Kind of like a that looked good. Look to it, yeah. Yeah, that looked like really, a, really good. <clears throat> yeah, I think well with the whole uh, Cyberpunk game coming out at the same time, so you might might be a good go back and forth game. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And then there is a whole bunch of them that people keep forgetting, too, that were announced during that third party event, like Yakuza Like a Dragon, I think, will be available for. Yeah, enhanced, too. Enhanced. Um... Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, absolutely. But even just games that would have some kind of exclusivity or timed exclusivity for the platform, you look at. Oh, the game's eluding me at the moment. That second extin- extinction game with the dinosaurs. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure oh, if that's yeah. at launch or that's not. That's a free to play, isn't it? I think it's a free to play. They say. Oh, uh, Encho, Encho Mecca. Yeah, Exo Mecca. Yeah. yeah, that's Exo-Mecha. it. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of games. I mean, some some games were pushed. Plus obviously, Gears Tactics. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, tetra- gonna, that's that. That's a little bit of a saving grace. Yeah, Tetris Effect is also in there. It's going to be a, uh, I believe, a console exclusive for at least six months as well. Um, there's a lot within the window. Window, obviously, they need to finalize a few things. Crossfire X will also be 
on the Series X, I believe, uh, within the launch window. I, probably at launch, I would imagine, uh, because it's launching on Xbox One in 2020. So there will be a lot of things to play. It just it does suck that Halo Infinite's not going to be there. But we, it's, you know, people are acting like the console's not going to have anything to play when there obviously is going to be a lot of content there. I'm the type of guy that's going to be playing a game like Gears 5, which already launched. I'm saying, I got to try it out because I heard that that game, what they're going to do to that is going to leave them look better than what we have on PC yeah. today. So I'm looking forward to I'm, trying I'm that. I'm definitely looking to, to test out all that stuff, too. I know we're talking about new stuff, but still, I'm that type of guy. Then Ori again, 120 frames per second. I got to try it. I haven't beat the game yet. I'm sitting in close, but I still right. have to. I, I just got to look. See, I keep seeing all the stuff in the chat did on the, uh, you know, doing exclusive stuff for your platform. Um, I, I don't know. Did you guys mention it on what's going on with the Destiny um, with Game Pass in November? I thought that was absolutely like mic yeah, dropping right that there. Is, that I is mean, like, deal. yeah, here's um, here is the next expansions for Destiny free of charge for Game Pass Ultimate subscribers. I mean, I was already planning to be like, great, I got to invest into Destiny again just because I enjoy the story, but I don't play it as much as I should, so I never get my money's worth. Yeah. But now yeah. I found out I'm getting these expansions through Game Pass. I'm excited. And that's, that's spot month. on. What is uh, that yeah, next? Uh, no, it's November. I, I think thought it was yeah. September. It got delayed to November, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think well, it that, got delayed. That is, that, that, that is actually something that uh, kind of does get overlooked. And like I said, a lot of things seem to get overlooked with Xbox. But the fact that that, is, that DLC is being um, day one on Game Pass, that points me to two things, obviously. Uh, Bungie and Xbox are back together. And um, if they have that type of deal, I could see them definitely exploring uh, a partnership or where they're they become Xbox Game Studios. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I know that's your dream. Yeah, <laughs> way back but when. I mean, hey, you, you never you know, man. It, if you look at the situation and they're getting that DLC, which is what uh, our retail is going to be, what thirty four ninety nine usually, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of money, you know, and a lot of people who play Destiny, uh, I know Megatron plays it, um, and there's a, there's millions of people who play it, uh, that's really good value, so that is that is nice that they could have that during the launch period. I'm hoping it gets me back in, because I was a diehard Destiny fan through one and two, and then when they, that expansion or the season pass that I bought that really didn't give me much content. That's where a lot of me and other friends just like, we're like, nah, you're not really giving us anything to come back well, to this. And then we miss Shadowkeep and some of those others because it's been so long. But So I'll at least put it out there. I know I've told you this before, but if you guys ever want to play Destiny, I keep it on my console and up to date because I used to have friends I'd play with all the time and you're they all kind of like stop playing it. But I keep it on my console because, it, I mean, there's just sometimes you just get that itch and you're just, I'm going to go play Destiny. So if you guys ever want to yeah. play Destiny, hit me it's up. Like I, I mean, want to play. I jump in. I don't know what I should do because there's just too much. Because I've been gone for like a year and a half. Yeah, that's the suck part. I, about I, it. I started like, doing Shadowkeep, but I don't never. I never finished Shadowkeep. I finally so. finished Shadowkeep about a week ago. So oh, wow. you're you're not that far off. But this one's <laughs> think, supposed to be like a, a like a big overhaul, right? Like kind of like how Taken King was like a giant overhaul to the first one. 
I think yes and no because okay. also Shadow well Shadow Keep was um Shadow Keep was originally kind of still built under the Activision banner. Um Activision okay. had a lot of like say so at the time before they separated and then they released Shadow Keep after Activision and they kind of okay. I guess what would like one of the things was is uh Activision wanted them to piecemeal Shadow Keep completely and they were against that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, this is actually technically the first major expansion they've had without Activision literally having their fingers anywhere on it. And okay. so, yeah, I could say this, you could say this is going to be an overhaul because uh, they are changing a lot of things about the game from what I've read and they're wanting to, uh, kind of just correct a lot of the mistakes. At least when you read the articles, they're wanting to correct a lot of stuff that was created under that Activision banner and they're wanting like uh, they there's articles coming out now that all of a sudden the grind for certain equipment is becoming easier. Like they're like getting rid of some of the grind on some stuff. So it's really interesting on Destiny is actually a very interesting franchise altogether to see how a game went from under the Activision banner to what it is now and how literally a developer it destiny is one of those games where it actually shows how the publisher has a major influence mm -hmm. over a game well it's amazing guys because you look at it was marty o'donnell i don't know if you guys remember marty he did the uh halo uh soundtrack through wow uh, one through to reach and he was on the board for bungie and he had detailed a lot of things that had happened um, with the Activision deal. They knew that basically like right from the get go that something was wrong with their deal and that it was just it was bad right from the start. And basically also that they were close. They were so close to signing with Microsoft again before Activision swooped in. So just very revealing. Yeah, oh, I, I think that the fact is that uh, they've always kind of had, you know, uh, whether it was Microsoft or Activision, and I think that they've had their independence now, but I do think that uh, they could definitely see, uh, you know, get back to back with Xbox because the fact that I don't think Xbox would put pressure on them to make an exclusive Destiny, basically it would be uh, what it is now, uh, you know, Game Pass day one, your DLC day one on Game Pass, and everything keep it as it is, which, um, you know, is it's it's good from that standpoint. Um, the thing is, is that uh, if if Microsoft did buy them, how long are they going to push Destiny for? And if they don't do Destiny, they're not going to do Halo, in my opinion, because three four three is still going to be heading that. Um, what would they do? So, uh, I, I just think that, I, I don't know if that's going to be the big part of the Game Pass, uh, you know, uh, the big news, but I'm um, definitely interested to have my eye on Bungie, and I think uh, that would be a good, good Xbox Game Studio acquisition for sure. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Definitely. I, I would keep my eyes on that because obviously there's something brewing there between the two. They got closer since the, they broke off with Activision. And I don't know. They just seem to be doing a lot of stuff that the community wants. And like you said, the grinds are easier and just more access for them. Like you look at, again, whoever thought that they would get their expansions day one into um, Game Pass. That's mind blowing for such a huge game. 
So people don't huge. Yeah, people don't realize how big of a deal is, and when they drop, you know, you watch. I mean, you know, Destiny's been associated with PlayStation all of this gen. But I'm not trying to interrupt, man. Sorry, I just wanted to point out with PlayStation, you got a raid, you got some cool guns. Xbox just flat out said you're getting the full blown next expansion free of charge as long as you're a subscriber. Right. No, and that's absolutely true. And that you know that's kind of a dick thing too. That's why I really don't like these uh, DLC deals. You know, just kind of like you know they withhold like little things like that. It's kind of annoying. I've never been a huge fan and, of that. And I also think what Xbox is doing has more weight than any of the exclusive crap that's been on the other side. Excuse me for saying it like that, but right now Xbox did a mic drop by saying, here's the content for free, and we in no shape or form held back the other platform or your experience on the other side. Right, right. Well, either way, guys, I'm excited for the Series X still because there's going to be loads of games launching with the system. Again, it's a shame about the whole Halo Infinite thing, but I'm I'm glad that they're holding it back for quality reasons and so they can polish it, add more content and whatnot, do whatever they have to to get it out of the way. If they do have a release date for the console for November 6th, that would be huge. You know, we're getting a little earlier than what we expected, in my opinion. And I don't know, either way, guys, I'm just, I'm really excited for the, the technology and the games that we'll have. So, uh, you know, we'll wait and see in the coming weeks what uh, else Xbox has to uh, tell us and release. Um, moving on, guys, we will move on to some I more. I got to say this real quick. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, the pre-order, it's 40 bucks, that value. And you're getting that with Game Pass Ultimate. So, all right, I'm done. You know, enough said. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Huge. It's true, though, with all these with getting expansion passes like that, you know, you're basically adding I don't want to say you're adding a new game to it. But like when you get these types of expansions, it definitely breathes new life into these kinds of games. Right. Yeah. So definitely lots to look forward to. Yeah. When you got that, um, it's definitely a huge feather in, uh, you know, Microsoft's uh, hat there to have that in Game Pass. So, uh, again, Guys, like it's uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to have Destiny expansions in Game Pass, and other publishers will follow suit once they see Bungie uh, doing that. But moving on to other game news, and Control is getting an Ultimate Edition, and it includes the base game, of course, and the expansions. And those who pre uh, who purchase the Ultimate Edition will get free next gen upgrades for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five. However, if you already bought the game and it's DLC, consumers will not be eligible for the next gen upgrades. Like, for example, me, I, you know, I got it uh, well around Christmas time anyways, and I wouldn't be eligible for it. I just actually beat the game back in June. I thought it was pretty good. Some frame rate issues, but because of this, there's been a lot of backlash towards both Remedy and the publisher of 505 Games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Shockley, I'll go over to you first on this, bud. What do you think of this whole situation with the um, the upgrades? Yeah, I think it's kind of shitty. I don't think it's more so Remedy. It's probably something to do with 505 being the publisher. Um, but it is funny. I did see a lot of people cry anti-consumer for this, but... Uh, securing spider-man away from pc and xbox owners is an anti-consumer but it's funny watching people cry about this um <laughs> but yeah it kind of sucks it's kind of like at least do a 10 maybe a 10 dollar upgrade like something 
but to, this this ultimate edition's not even out yet. So there, it's like asking people to just buy this new edition early, basically. Like, I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of shitty, and it, it should be called out because um, I think if we put enough, pre- if they get enough pressure and backlash, um, you're gonna. See, I think you're gonna see them buckle at least maybe do a half step with like a ten dollar upgrade. Speak with your wallet. I tell you what, they're yeah. gonna notice how many people are there are going I mean, to buy the game. Shitty. So I don't that think anybody that shitty. bought it is gonna go in there and buy it. But mm-hmm. it's 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 totally people. shitty. Now, admittedly, I don't have the game, but like again, like you know, you speak with your wallet. I'm glad so I never bought it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about it. I don't want to bash it, you know, per se, but you know that that you know that business practice doesn't seem like it's uh, the I most have... popular consumer friendly yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, Centurion, I know you want to jump in here. No, no, you're fine. I just wanted to be just my major question about this whole situation on this Ultimate Edition. Does this mean I get the stuff that's over on the PlayStation side? There's 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 exclusive stuff on the PlayStation side. And that's where, mm-hmm. honestly, um, as a consumer, um, whatever they want to think, if that's the case, then I'm just fine with the experience I got because that's, to me, not ultimate. That's not giving me everything. That's giving me almost everything and charging me the same price as, you know, the person who got more. But, you know, I understand that's what exclusives do, but I know it was... The funny part is the exclusives were not good enough for me to want to buy it on PlayStation, so I'm just kind of curious if we are getting those as part of the Ultimate Edition. My only question. That's a good question. That's it. That's probably uh, not. Yeah, probably not. And this has definitely influenced my decision, though, on buying uh, the Season Pass because now I was going to buy the Season Pass uh, because I wanted to do the Alan Wake DLC, but now with the gears turning in my head, probably by the time I get around to playing this game anyways, because I'm drowning in my backlog, it'll be next gi- holiday season, next gen, and it will probably be on sale for probably the cost of the season pass. And that's probably when I would pick it up just to kind of see the upgrades and play the DLC. It's a fun game. Like I enjoyed it, especially if you're into like really heavy narrative-driven games. Oh, no, you know? I bought it when it came out. I paid sixty bucks for it. I bought it to, yeah. on day one. I mean, I love Remedy's work. The game was, let's just say it. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, mm-hmm. uh, but I enjoyed it. I actually went and one hundred percented the game as much as I could, um, and I literally did every mission. I ran out of things to do, and I quit playing it, and that was that. Yeah, and like I'm looking forward to the Alan Wake DLC uh, that you know for the expansion that's coming out soon. But when you announce something like this, it just it doesn't look very good from a consumer a consumer perspective, especially when you got Xbox touting like the whole velocity architecture going on and for the free upgrades, and then you got a publisher doing this holding back the upgrades. It just it doesn't look very good at all. No, to me, to me, and I'm going to be getting out of here because, uh, like I said, I have to, a lot of work to do. Um, I just think that when you do something that is given to PC because of its open architecture uh, for free, you're basically you're holding back better graphics behind uh, Ultimate Paywall, uh, where you know. In Xbox's case, the work is pretty much 
done for you or it's just not a big deal to, to do it. Uh, that's just shitty practice. That's bad, bad way of going about it. And um, frankly, uh, like like uh, I think Megatron said, just we'll buy a wa- wallet. And you know, it's a game that like if they if they had offered the upgrade, uh, this is the flip side. They said they did the uh, upgrade for PlayStation Five and Xbox free of charge. That would make me look at the Ultimate Edition more than what they're doing now. Now it's to the point where, and I'm a Remedy fan. Uh, and I've been playing Control. I'm almost finished. Uh, you know, it's it, ter- it turns me off. I just think that that practice, uh, what they're doing and what 2K is trying to do, uh, is just it's just shitty. And really, uh, I hope fans and I and I think they are just speak up about that because there's no reason for that. Really, you know, a, a game that you already bought. And you're buying a console to play that game, and it can be supported in its best light. Uh, is being charged for is just stupid and wrong. So uh, that's my take on it. I'll be here next week. Hopefully, we won't be forced again, but we shall see. Um, but it's been a pleasure tonight. Yep. Of course, Tim. All right. Have a good night, Tim. Yep, uh, later, Tim. Now, <clears throat> to keep the conversation going, is Remedy doing this because they don't have money? Or, like, what are the motives? Well, it probably has to do more with uh, the publisher of 505 Games, I would imagine. Because I, I can't see Remedy blocking something like this, to be honest with you. I don't know. I just don't see them being that shitty of a developer. I really like Remedy, personally. <laughs> um... But yeah, to me, it's a publisher thing. Um, it's like worse my, than what EA is doing. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, you make a good point. They're shock, and I remember when this game launched. And maybe Centurion, you can back me up on this. I I mentioned the frame rates, and I remember when this game launched. Initially, people it, there were some technical difficulties for uh, both console players and PC players. Like the frame rates were really off at times. And so players had a hard time right off the bat with the game. I know that they addressed it, but I think it was like a few weeks later. And then there was also numerous bugs, including one that would not allow you to see the map. And when the building has been designed inherently to feel like a maze and you don't have access to the map, you can get infuriated very quick. Right, right. And just people who bought the game, the consumers, like... If I had bought the game day one, I would be super pissed with what they're trying to pull because it's like, well, why don't I deserve those upgrades? Um, no, exactly. Right? I mean, I, actually, I don't even need to be a uh, for Control day one. Was, Control was one of the first games. or Well, actually, Control is one of the games I could think of, at least off the top of my head, of where there was a deluxe version of the game, and I actually chose the base version of the game. Um, right. And that's where I'm just like, and for me, it was because I enjoy the product that Remedy puts out, but I didn't like the fact that there was content that I wasn't getting the full package. So to me, the, I was just going to buy the base version of the game. I guess I did speak with my wallet. I was still willing to buy it day one, but I wasn't willing to invest into any of the, the larger versions of the game. Um, And now obviously you kind of feel justified in thinking that. 
Yeah, it's just a really crappy thing to do to consumers personally, you know, trying to, you know, nickel and dime them for next gen upgrades. And when you look at what Xbox is doing with the uh, smart delivery and the velocity architecture, and not even that, too, even PlayStation has like their own kind of little programs going for that too for upgrades. It's, it makes these publishers just look really bad in the public eye, in my opinion. But I don't know, guys, that's just me. Um, I really hope that they do address this, though. Well, and... I know what Sony's going to do, though, is that, that rumor, that Snap article, uh, someone Snap and Fake, I think it was Game Informer, about the Miles Morales bundle, or Miles Morales being a bundle with the 2018 Spider-Man game. So it makes me think that there's going to be a Miles Morales without the 2018 Spider-Man, maybe for less, like 40 bucks. Kind of like Lock, Lost Legacy was, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there might be a $60 version with Spider-Man 2018 that people didn't play at that time. Unless they so want to charge the case, you for the... Unless they want to charge you... If they're going to for... charge you $20 more for for that extra content there, for that bundle, then they would obviously... They're going to charge you separately. So will they do smart delivery? <laughs> you know, back or cross-play, cross-buy, whatever you call it. Mm, well, that'd be pretty crappy if they pulled that move. Like, I don't They've think been a lot. Silent. Everybody says, "Well, Sony's." It's all Sony said and said to the developer. Yeah, but what about themselves? They've said zip about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I haven't heard anything on that. Don't front, me but... Last of Us Two ain't gonna have a PS5 box. Yeah, I'll put money on that. Whoever wants to take me up on it. <laughs> well, the thing with the Mile Morales um, story content, because they talk about it being like a full story game right a full-length game but at the same time i look at it as like a lost legacy kind of thing like uh they said it lost legacy they compared it to lost legacy right right which isn't a bad thing per se like the best way i've been able to describe that miles morales is that game is being turned into something it was never meant to be well, it makes sense because it's on being something turned, smaller, it's, they it's being turned get. into something bigger than it should have been in the first place. But because yeah. there's going to be problems with, we already talked about it, 20, 2021 is going to be a little sparse in gaming because of this whole COVID thing. And hey, you got the, you know, place, you'd be a fool if you weren't PlayStation. Hey, we got this Miles Morales thing kicking around over at Naughty Dog. What do you think about making that a PS5 exclusive? It'd actually give us, you know, you'd be a fool to not think that. So well, yeah, I can see why focus on it. making like it's supposed to be 4K 60 FPS, so they can focus on really highlighting the the new tech in that game because it's supposed to be like five ten hour game or something like that supposedly. So that and makes you know, sense. Whereas Halo yeah. is going to be this grand or pretty much bigger game open campaign, so there's a lot more they have to get down. You know, with that game before it's ready. Absolutely, guys. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we get more information when it comes to um, that on the Mile Morales front with Spider Man. But, you know, we're going to move on from control. And since we're on the topic of Spider Man, you know, I have to ask are there any Marvel fans in the room in the chat on the panel? Because we have the Marvel's Avenger game releasing, well, actually pretty much in a month's time. And there's currently a beta going on for it. However, 
an interesting bit of news dropped, what, about a week ago, that Spider-Man, the character Spider-Man, will be an exclusive DLC character for PlayStation platforms, both 4 and 5. And a lot of Xbox and PC players are very upset by this move because he's a very popular character, obviously. Now, Megatron, I'll hit you up first on this because how do you feel about Spider-Man being an exclusive character to PlayStation platforms? Because, again, it's really interesting because he's arguably Marvel's most popular character out there, right? I guess um, he's not my favorite character. My favorite character is Iron Man, but um, that's just for me personally. But it, it, I don't feel anything from it. Um, it's it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I was going back and forth with uh, uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Iron Wolf, and he was saying how it's this huge thing. And Microsoft needs to do the same thing. Blah blah blah. I just. I don't care. Like it was, it's not going to be something that makes me say, all right, I'm going to go buy a PlayStation to experience Spidey. Um, I mean, do they even mention about him? Is it going to expand the story? Is he going to have his own storyline in it? Or is he just a playable character? And um, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal to me. To me personally, I just, it's, I, I guess it's a blow to, to uh, people who are Spidey fans. But for me, it's just like, oh, well. And say I'm not going to up and leave my ecosystem to play a Spidey character. They, I think it should have made it on all platforms, but obviously, you know, Spider-Man has a relationship with Sony and the movies. There's a connection; kind of makes sense. Kudos to them for you know um, making that you know that if that's your uh, particular platform that you want to play on. It's more enticing, I guess. You know, I know they're probably going to play better on your Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. um, if anything. You know, so pick and choose right yeah and according to somebody in the chat isaiah sanders here he mm-hmm. apparently has his own story so oh, i guess that's, so that's a great thing then that's great so but for me it's just it's just something that's not a, a deal breaker for me to or, or to even get upset about i saw things that were on twitter and mm-hmm. you know but uh it's to me it's more the precedent it's it's just like oh these deals are going to continue so i did because like most people I didn't really, it wasn't my radar because from what we've seen of it, it looked kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's like a destiny thing. Like then going in there and keeping content exclusive a year after Destiny 2's out, keeping content locked on Destiny 1, like what's the point of that? Um, and it's just, it's just taking away content. It doesn't do anything for any gamer. It just makes like fanboys think that, oh, Sony did something for me when no, they just, locked content that I would have gotten anyway, locked it away from PC and Xbox, or vice versa. So it's like when Microsoft locked the uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Everybody pointed out, Xbox, you could have what you could have done with that money, like all publications ripped them apart for it, and they were right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same deal there. You, all you did was a game was going to be third-party everywhere, but now it's not. Well, my understanding was that they funded the game, otherwise it wouldn't have been even made. Yeah, yeah when that. it comes to the, the Tomb Raider one, they they actually put a lot of funding into that. They, that, that might be there. true. Square would eventually made another. The other Tomb Raider did did very well, so I I don't buy any of that. That's what they said, and I'm sure Microsoft did foot the bill, and that was part of why they got it a year exclusive because they were because Square well, will take your money and be like, you're going to pay for that much of the funding. So the also, Xbox version. the situation you're describing right now is also the only time. 
a developer came out and released a public apology for doing it. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. Were, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of funky too, because it's like, well, we're sorry, but hey, Microsoft's funding the game, so you know, there's that. We're sorry we got their money. It's like, guys, it's still coming to the platform. I mean, I mean, it sucks that it's coming a year later to other ones, but you're still getting the game. Otherwise, it just wouldn't have been made. So, although it would have been nice if it was just a full-on exclusive. I mean, that's what I hate what Microsoft does sometimes. Like, they put the funding in for the game, but then they just don't seal the deal. So, And this know. is kind of different from the Destiny thing, too, because or even the control thing is because it's an actual class. It's like locking the Warlock to the PlayStation on Destiny. Because it's going to be a whole class of just different moves and different skill sets that you can do with that character. So it's just... Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to see Microsoft go in there and, like, lock Batman from Injustice 3? Like, imagine how dumb that is. <laughs> That's basically... Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not the main character at the start of the game, but... He's still like a, the biggest character in all, all of Marvel, pretty much. So, right. And you know what? I got to say this too. I like, I said this on Weapon Wheel last week because I'm of two minds of this. Because, first of all, from a consumer standpoint, I really do hate this because it is locking out a huge, huge character. I mean, Spider Man's, well, he's probably the most popular Marvel character out there. I mean, well, he's up there in any case, right? Amongst the big characters and locking him to just one console, one platform really, really sucks. It kind of forces uh, consumers in a bind there. However, I mean, you know, I got to give props to Sony because, that, I mean, in a way, it's a smart business decision for them to secure that character considering that, you know, they have Miles, the Miles Morales uh, game, Spider-Man uh, coming out with the launch of the PlayStation 5 in a couple of months. So securing that character and a pretty significant title that's coming out soon. Strategically, it makes sense for them. But, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I, I get why they did it, but at the same time, it sucks. It really does suck. And I think if Microsoft did this and secured Spider-Man, I think that we would be hearing a lot more vocal opinions than if it was, you know, than Sony having secured and, it, right? Imagine if Microsoft for the Final Fantasy 2, I don't know if there's already a deal in place, but say the Volume 2 of Final Fantasy 7, they lock red 13 uh to the xbox like he's in the game for ps playstation owners but you can only play him he's only playable on the xbox imagine how all of them would be crying that or saying well it's just business okay if they were to do that you'd be all in tears all of those <laughs> biggest like final fantasy fanboys over there they'd be crying about that i'm just saying mm -hmm. it's, they say they like you know this is just business but i'm like you would not be saying that if that would happen and I don't want that to happen because then it's just going to go back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's just stupid because then I have to like, I can't just pick where I want to play it. I have to be like, okay, well, all my friends over here, do I just miss out on Spider-Man or do I play him on where my, like more of my friends are? Because it's just stupid. Right. And I'll be honest, the game Marvel Avengers, it looks okay. Um, a few of the characters look all right. The gameplay... Again, the game just looks okay. I don't think it's gonna be 
great in my opinion um i'll be curious to see how what kind of life how what kind of legs this game has in the next couple of months it comes out in september um but I don't know, i've seen a lot of concerns over i don't know for what like on playstation the frame rate and a few other things obviously just a beta but i've just heard a lot of mixed opinions on the game itself so i mean whether they have the the exclusivity on the character or not i mean this game might not be and might not end up being that big in the long run so maybe 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 we're just making this out to be larger than how it actually making is a mountain out of a molehill that's what i've been saying all along mm-hmm. and right i've been right there with you i was on weapon wheel and you know i didn't shed a tear as soon as i saw that th- this news came out i was just like oh well I guess I could I could say I saw that coming. Um, you know, Sony really kind of hit a home run with uh, being able to kind of lock down the Spider-Man character uh, in the way that they have. Um, so that, you know, again, could have seen it coming. Um, this whole situation sucks, but it also is no big deal to me because I'm with their on Megatron. I am totally an Iron Man fan. And no, I was not compelled to buy Iron Man VR. To me, that is not the Iron Man experience that I want. Now, if you combine the Anthem mechanic to an Iron Man game, give me a call. That would be cool. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That would be something. Yeah. Now, just to kind of close this one off, guys, is this something that you would like to see, like, since Sony's doing it? Again, I'm not saying that I would want it per se, because I just kind of want all the DLC to be available to everybody. But since Sony's doing this, would you like to see Xbox get a character like a Wolverine or, uh, I don't know, just somebody else, Ant-Man, for example, the Wasp, like another Avenger, um, Black Panther, for example. Do you think that'd be cool or do you just not care in the end? I think it'd be cool, but I would not care. Yeah, if it's a character that appeals to me that I like, yeah, I mean it'd be cool. You know, I'm, you know, you said uh, Wolverine, one of my favorites, uh, Iron Man, and Hulk. Those are my top three. Um, but hey, and, and Superman too as well. Uh, but other than that, man, it's like hey, it's either in the game, it's out of the game. Um, maybe mm-hmm. future DLC. Um, but uh, it's whatever. It's not, see, it's, I could see why everybody's up in arms because we're not talking about a character that gaming created. Maybe it, it like it would hold up in Shockley's area on you know the whole uh, Final Fantasy because it was created in the gaming realm. But we're talking about something that started in comic books that bled over into movies that is now also establishing itself in games. And so it's definitely oh my gosh, freaking! Oh, I totally lost track on that one. I'm keep going. I'm bad. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, no, I just wanted to just say that, you know, this this whole situation, I can see why people are up in arms just because of how the character was established. This mm-hmm. isn't some video game character like Master Chief or Kratos or Mario. This is Spider-Man, somebody who has been a entertainment icon, and now all of a sudden he's being treated as a first-party creation. Yeah, like it would have been cool if, like, they had done something where... 
they yeah, had a, a PlayStation exclusive character in there. Let's say, I don't know, Nathan Drake or uh, Kratos or something, you know, just something fun like that. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's something I could really get along with. You know, that, that really, that's something extra for PlayStation fans. But when you're holding a, a really popular character back from a large pl uh, gaming base, other gaming bases, it just sucks. It sucks for everybody. But... Um, you know what, guys, I think we're about done for this topic. We'll move right on to our final topic of the evening. And recently, Microsoft unveiled the redesign to the Xbox storefront. And it's already rolled out to, well, a bunch of different Xbox insiders to test it out. I haven't gotten it yet. I know a couple of people on the panel have. But Microsoft calls it, it's supposed to be much faster, safer, and easier to use. Guys, I'll just put this out in the open to anybody that wants to jump in on this topic. Do you think that the new store design looks better and easier to navigate? I haven't even looked at it yet, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, I heard great things about it, though. So um, that's about all I got, man. Have you guys tried it yet or? Yeah, Anyone? I have, um, yeah, I just I just got it. Luckily, uh, I've been waiting because I keep seeing Rand and others post it and i know i'm in the alpha skip ahead i'm like where is this thing now um but the, yeah the store updated and it's really cool that it's it's just so much quicker especially when you click on like the store icon you get loaded in there within it feels like there's a it's the ssd it takes like a second and a half maybe less than that um and then when you press the uh what do you call it? The select button. So the one on the left, it kind of pulls up a sidebar where you can just select categories by games, movies, and then you can select, do I want to see top paid game specials? And now best of all is the backwards compatible games like 360 and Xbox one. Uh, those prices show up. You don't have to load up that long ass, like five, 10 second load screen to see what price each 360 game is. That actually says it up front. Um, plays a little trailer of the game uh, while it's, uh, while you're just like kind of scrolling over the tiles. Uh, or if it doesn't have one, it'll just be kind of like a picture, screenshots. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely, and especially once they get the SSD with this, this is going to be blazing fast. It already is. It already feels like almost like they I upgraded from a hard drive to SSD, just how comparison at how much faster it is. So to me, from just going through the PS4 store or PSN store recently, um, this is definitely one up on it for sure, especially how long that one takes to load. Um, so yeah, I'm hopefully there. The only bad thing I found here is if you want to look for backwards compatible games, like if you want to just look for a section of like backwards compatible games, like you can on the store right now, mm -hmm. um, there is not an ability to do that. There's not a way to fill. There's there is filters. But I haven't found a filter that just let. Let me look at 360 games like you can right now. They that's not there. So I imagine that'll be by the time it gets rolled out to everyone, they'll eventually tweak that. But, We're relying on you to give your input. And I'm gonna take your word for it because, like I said, I haven't seen it. So you that's make, the make only sure you let them know. I got to say about it. <laughs> yeah, make sure you let them know though. I mean, that sounds like a you know something that's important. So. Let them know. Let them know. I mean, you can just search it, but yeah, that was mm -hmm. like, like, oh, let me see. Because now that I can see all the prices on 360 games, this would be a lot funner to kind of scroll through. 
Um, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't. There's not a way. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, find them like that. We were talking during the pre-show, Shockley, that uh, you know that's a that was that's a real pain in the butt, right? When you're looking at like, for example, they have a huge Ultimate Game Sale going on right now, and there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of 360 games, and it's like you don't actually get to see the price of the game. You actually you have to go to the game, and it makes you not it, even want to try to look at them. Yeah, yeah. exactly, because yeah. it's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Xbox 360 prices have been showing up for me. I thought it was I thought it was crazy. I thought I was. Well, the nuts. store looks completely different. Did Did you notice that? No, I. Well, I don't have the up. Like, I'm not part of any program. I, as soon as I heard uh-huh. it could brick a console, I'm like, yeah, I'm good on that one. Um, <laughs> oh, so wow. it, yeah, definitely. I, I'm not part of any programs, but I was surfing through the Ultimate Game Sale, and I swear to God that Xbox 360 titles were showing the price, and I thought I was going crazy. Oh, okay. Huh. So hey, well, I don't know if that's something that- they just started store wide. Yeah, because that's the weird thing about it is because I didn't have to do an update to get this because I, w- I had just like gone out of the store and when I went back into it, it was changed. So I don't know if maybe they're just rolling this out slowly, but. Oh, and, and uh, someone in the chat is also saying that it's popping up saying that they're saying that uh, Xbox 360 titles also show that they're owned now. Yeah, it'll say that they're owned without having to go to that screen yeah if you own them but man yeah it looks it looks way better so people like getting negative about like oh the ui is going to stay the same like yeah but they're they're always updating it like well (laughs) really been any change the psn store is the same psn store pretty much since 2013 so the, I don't think there's any worry that they'll be doing some updating to the uh, the UI especially overall. When you, especially when you try this one out. It's a completely... Cool. This feels like, oh, is this Xbox Series X store? Like, you would think this is a new console store. So we also have a share button now on these new controllers. There has to be a UI for that. Like, you're obviously going to set it up. You're going to have a preferred platform. Yeah. Um, are we sharing a clip? Are we sharing a photo? Hopefully I'm pretty sure... YouTube. Hopefully. That's the... Oh, hopefully, but that's where I'm just saying, like, obviously there's going to have to be an upgrade to the UI and that feature alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the, to redeem, me, the redeem is right there. So thank God that usually, I usually do it with my phone now anyway, but if you do have to redeem a code, although those are supposed to be going away anyway, pretty much. Um, like for the pack-ins, at least, they're supposed to be already dedicated on the consoles if it comes in the console bundle but right like to me i haven't gotten it quite yet so um i'm not one of the lucky ones uh damn you shockley although uh, the store because you won't know until you go to the store that because nothing changes on the outside of like at your home screen so, oh no i have been checking oh, okay. but uh nothing yet i don't know maybe when i log in tomorrow i'll uh see it pop up but I don't know. To me, so far it looks nice and clean cut. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of nice little uh, tweaks and additions there that uh, make the just the view more enjoyable. <sighs> Again, I hope it's a lot quicker, as everyone's alluding to, because right now with the even on the the Xbox One X that I have, I just find it kind of laggy at times, and you know, while like. It's not like it, it could be worse at the same time. It's like I do expect a better experience than what I'm getting. And uh, this seems like a big improvement from what you're saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. 
It makes you want to buy stuff. Like it, cause it's so much easier to use. Sometimes the PSN about- store, it, that's a plus about the PSN store. And I think Kidsmooth said it as well. It's like, kind of makes you want to like, oh, let me just buy another thing. But yeah, it's, I think it's just easier to use. So you just want to keep scrolling through it and Dude, look what else you want to get. <laughs> the day they put a shopping cart on the store is the day my wallet started to cry. <laughs> oh my yeah. god just walking around freaking singing throat in the bag on the microsoft yeah. store right right well they got especially with this sale that's going on right now they i mean i don't know if you guys saw the ultimate sale again but it there's a lot of games up uh lower prices i mean some games i wish were they could have gone a little lower in my opinion but still there's some really good sales i know a lot of people have been uh have been sharing out uh, bullet was it bullet storm for example so it's like five bucks. So, so I must ask, um, there is one game I've been kind of circling around on this whole Atlas game. I've heard it mentioned a lot of times, especially by Downer. Is this game anywhere worth it? Atlas. Oh, I know which game you're talking about. It's like yeah. it's similar to Sea of Thieves. In a similar lot of to Sea of Thieves, but I read reviews and like all the reviews say that the trailer is a blatant lie. <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, to be honest, I'm not a hundred. Like, I don't know the game that well, but uh, I've I've seen some some cool trailers. For I, I mean, I would trust. Uh, I would definitely trust Jeremy when it came to uh, games like that. See, I picked up uh, what was it? Um, Doom, Saints Row the Third Remastered, and oh my god, how much was Doom? I'm, I'm just I'm actually shopping right now. It was 30 it was 36 bucks for the deluxe version. I wanted to get the DLC. I read I went on the internet and read read about what some of the DLC was supposed to be. Um but my god, what was the other game? Actually, that's one game that I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, DLC for uh, Doom Eternal because been waiting on that. So Yeah, when you read about the DLC, you're just like, "Oh my god, this actually sounds like it'd be pretty cool." Oh, yeah. Re- Resident Evil 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still so, need to play oh, that. Will me gifted that? it to me. See, uh, and then I picked up the DLC for uh, Savage Planet, uh, Hot Garbage, and then I also got the season pass for We Happy Few. Yeah, I was tempted to grab that, too, because I actually really, despite its flaws, I actually really enjoyed We Happy Few. Was that Few. a Games with Gold game? Because somehow no. I own no. We Happy Few, and I do not remember ever buying that. Unless, are you sure, or is it from Game Pass? It, it might be Game Pass. Oh, no, well, when I check it, because you can still check it now when you hover over it. That's the other good thing. It also tells you the price, whereas before it like wouldn't if it was like in Game Pass. It would just mm-hmm. say install it. Um, but yeah, it says I own it, which is weird, because I swear there's no way I ever bought that, because I've never played it. Hmm. But, no, I, I watched, um, I actually got the base game, um and i checked out the dlc and i figured you know for six dollars for literally three dlcs i was like you can't really go wrong and i know i've heard enough good things about the game to know that i'm going to enjoy it so i guess that's the kind of gamer i am right right well yeah there's quite a few games on there that i'm tempted on grabbing but just i'm trying to work through my backlog right now guys like um i've been playing the heck out of the outer worlds um because i was hyping up that game when it first launched back in uh well this past october i played it a bit and then other games came out and i just put it on the back burner so i've been working on that one 
Dude, that game I love, and I love the fact that they got DLC coming out for it now. Um, like I feel like at least the way I played it, um, I feel like that game ended pretty quick for me. I didn't even, I didn't even realize like that I was getting up on the end of the game. Right, right. Well, actually, it has a lot more content than what I thought it was because there's a lot of variety of planets you got there, and I just, I like the combat personally. So, oh yeah, no, I totally love. Dude, I couldn't get enough of that game. I beat that game as soon as they released it. I love yeah. good RPGs, especially sci-fi ones. Yeah. yeah there's, uh, those Dead Space games are on sale, too, in case no one ever got them from the games of gold. Man, I'm, someone was mentioning this about, oh, wait, we're about to get ray tracing for all these, pretty much all these games. Dead Space with that ray, ray tracing upgrade? Whew, I can't wait for that. Ooh. Man, that's uh, I'm definitely you know what? Play for, that's gonna actually, be I've been wanting that. to find a good time to replay the Dead Space games, and I feel like Shockley just answered that question for me. <laughs> Three bucks, for Dead Space Digital, and then- dude. I own them all. Oh, digitally. Yeah. I totally missed I was when they gave them all three of them away. I was like, shit. Oh, wow, yeah, I was there. I definitely grabbed them as quickly as I could. So I just grabbed them. I mean, those games are store for like pennies, even used games. Like the battlefield games too, they're really cheap there. I think I saw them for like ten bucks or something. I'm tempted yeah, to company, go. Bad company. It's like I think five bucks. I think. Yeah. Pretty cheap. See, I a while back I picked up a Battlefield Hard Hardline, and I guess its major shortcoming was the uh, the um, the multiplayer. They said actually the story was actually fairly decent, and for ten dollars for the ultimate edition, I was like, you can't go wrong with a ten dollar game. No, like they gave that one away too. And it's like all, um, you know, it's basically all the ultimate editions too, right? So they're packed full of like all the added DLC and extras and content. I'm coming out of nowhere with this. You know what I annoys me sometimes with games um, when you're shopping, uh, when you know you kind of remember, you're not sure if you own the game or not, but then you realize you do, but then they're not telling you. Like I'm looking, I'm going through the store right now, and I'm having an issue with Ooh. like. You won't have this issue with that. Yeah. yeah. Or or the other issue to tag on to what you're saying, Megatron, is look at uh, Shadow of War. There's the base model of Shadow of War, and you can buy the season pass, mm-hmm. or you can buy the ultimate edition, and they are actually two separate things. So even though you have everything, it will show up as you don't own the ultimate edition, even though you literally have everything that the ultimate edition can offer you. So I have also seen mistakes where people unintentionally buy something that they already had. It was just bought in a different manner. See, and that's why the request for a refund is amazing. I just did that the other day. Cause I was like, let me get Forza horizon three before it gets delisted. And I got that and it's expansion. But then I saw that bundle with it comes with everything for both <laughs> Because I know Forza Horizon 4 is going to eventually get delisted, too, based off the history. Um, and I usually send in a request, I think Friday, uh, Friday night, and they refunded them by, like, Saturday morning. So, and I got my money already back. Nice. So it, it, and you don't have to talk to anybody. You just yeah, it's go a, to request a refund, click, on, you your click phone. on it, submit it, done, 48 hours, or not, 24 hours, I got my money back. And that's what nice. people, that's another thing people understand on how easygoing Microsoft is when it comes to uh, being consumer friendly in a lot of ways. 
Um, I totally love the fact that they made that literally you sign into your account on Microsoft.com and you go into order history and it will let you know if you can actually uh, if that item still classifies for a refund. Um, and yeah, you just click refund me and it it's exactly how Shockley described. Hmm. Well, definitely something to look into. Um, can't wait till I get that update now. You guys, have, this is one of the first times I'm actually excited for one of these updates. All right. <laughs> I'm just uh, wanting to get some, like being able to move through that thing fluidly and yeah. not get hung up. Like, how many, like, have you guys been there? Like, have you crashed the store at least? Uh, yeah, once in a while. It's just the. <sighs> it doesn't really crash it just my whole thing is like sometimes it gets stuck and then like after a little while then it starts moving fast again and it just like i don't know, it just lags that's what i'm saying it lags. i've had it to where the store physically scratch uh, crashes and i go back to the home screen and you mm -hmm. click on store and you, the little logo pops up as if the the whole store was just closed right right yeah no it's annoying but it sounds like it's getting ironed out so i can't wait to try out this update guys um but you know what i think on that note we're going to uh, call it a night everyone and thanks to everyone who rocked out with us during the show as we talked about a wide range of things such as halo infinite getting delayed the xbox series x releasing in november control ultimate edition and so much more I know I said this at the beginning of the show, but I'll mention it again. Don't forget to share out the show and subscribe if you haven't already. We're trying to grow and we're very close to hitting a channel subscriber milestone of a thousand. It would mean the world to us. So again, we really appreciate all the support you've given us. Now let's get to some of the intros and you know what? I'll start with you, Centurion. Where can everybody follow you at? Well, as always, you guys can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live at Centurion1307. You can also find me on the Shop Podcast every Saturday night, and you can also find me kicking it right here every Sunday night with these amazing gentlemen right here on the TXR Podcast. And thank you once again, Invader, for another amazing show. Of course. Well, I thank you all for being here, obviously. Uh, every one of the PAL members is right? pretty awesome like that. Dude, um, Megatron called me the other day at work, and it really made my day. Not to sound weird, <laughs> but I mean, like, most of the time, you're just like, oh, these guys, you never really get to interact with each other as much as we should. And he called me up at work. I was like, man, I'm going to take five minutes and just kick it with Megatron for a second. Yeah, that was an awesome conversation, man. I love, yeah. Yeah, I'm old school, man. I like just calling people, you know, that people that's like a, a lost art nowadays. You know, most people just like sending people texts. I'm just, I like to call people. How you doing? <laughs> right? right? Definitely uh, more, uh, more of a connection. Yeah, definitely. You got that right. And speaking of Megatron, how you doing, bud? <laughs> no, uh, where can everybody find you at? As always, man, you know, feel free to hit me up at any time you want on uh, Twitter, Megatron underscore one nine seven five. You can talk about anything and everything, including gaming, because we all it's all about games. Um, also, you can hit me up. My gamer tag is Megatron one and uh, we can play some games. Uh, and I'm trying, trying, trying to get into this uh, Twitch streaming. So uh, that is is megatron one one nine seven five s so feel free to follow me there and you can kind of watch me die over and over again get frustrated but uh yeah man thanks for thanks to everybody that uh came through and it's always a pleasure uh doing the show with you guys 
Always, definitely. Uh, and of course, I'll round this out with Shockley, Eric Shockley. Uh, great show, my man. Where can everybody follow you at? Yeah, you can find me at ShockNero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox Live, PSN. But yeah, had a great, uh, definitely great show today, and uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, that, yep, very good, very good. Uh, Tim had to uh, drop out a bit early because of uh, work, but uh, you guys know where to find him. Put his details down below in the uh, description and the uh, the video. And I'm Invader. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. I'm currently working on a Destroy All Humans review. I'm hoping to get it out sometime in the coming week. And you can find me on Twitter at Invader underscore 1886. Guys, it's been a great show, and we cannot wait to see you next week. I got to say, we're working on a few things behind the scenes that we cannot wait to show you. Should be up in, well, hopefully, well, a week or two, give or take. And uh, we got a lot of exciting things coming. So, uh, but anyways, guys, we can't wait to see you next week. Have a good night. Later.